This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's going on, everybody? Paddle and Finn has got a meetup going down October 16th through 18th at Eastport Marina and Resort in Alpine, Tennessee, which which falls right on Dale Hollow. What we're going to be doing is just hanging out, fishing, uh, depending on the number of people that show up and the interest, we may do a small tournament. Uh, we will have some stuff to give away Saturday evening. We're going to do a hangout and a little little barbecue action. We'll have food for everybody. If you're looking for lodging, you could stay right at the resort. It's $50 per person per night. Um, and what you get is your own personal bedroom on a houseboat, luxury houseboat, courtesy Eastport Marina. That's a special price they gave us to lend to our listeners. If you want uh, more info on the resort, you can go to eastport.info and uh, their website will pop up there. You'll see all the houseboats and things like that. A majority of our hosts are going to be there and we would love to spend some time on the water with you. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome to The Reel Down on Battle and Fit with your hosts, Dan Perry and Jimmy Skinner, where we talk about everything in tournament kayak fishing. Here we go. Hey, welcome back to The Reel Down on Paddle and Finn. Uh, another great show lined up tonight. We have three huge guests. Hopefully they'll all be, be able to get on here. Uh, we always have issues where people are trying to, trying to, you know, they just had their tournament and then they're going home. So we usually catch them in the middle of traveling. So that's usually difficult, but I, I see Jody. He's back there in the background. We'll get him on in a minute. And we, so tonight we're going to have Drew Gregory, Jody Queen, and hopefully Eric Siddiqui, uh, one, two, and three that, just finished in the Hobie BOS on Lake Darnell. 
But uh, yeah, how, how you doing, Jimmy? I'm doing good, man. Just got back and settled back in town. We went up to Kentucky Lake for the weekend. Me and uh, Brian and Jay. Uh, it was a fun trip. Kentucky Lake's down a lot, man. Like, oh, I can't stress how far down it is. Like, you're having to like look up at where the water normally is for anything oh. to fit. Yeah, it's low. <laughs> but oh. we uh, we got on some smallmouth, and I think Jay caught the big fish. But it was just a fun weekend. Got us a little little trailer out in the woods kind of deal and cooked up some good food and went fishing. It was a good time. Nice little getaway. Yeah. The uh this this weekend I'm gonna be practicing for uh the state championship and then the weekend after that's Hobie. So it's practice and then also on Neely Henry is uh the state championship next weekend, then the weekend after that's the Hobie. So uh yeah, I'm going to be living on Neely Henry, Henry, Neely Henry, and next three weekends. So, uh, so I just hung out with the family this weekend. Try not to do too much, could I? Yeah, I was trying to swing that one. Time first, you know. I was trying to swing that Hobie, but if I want to be able to make the uh, paddle and fin meetup, we'll give out those details in a little bit. Yeah. But uh, to make that like four day weekend, I'm gonna have to play my weekends out right. So I'm probably just gonna miss that tournament. Yeah. But I've been doing really good at that this year. I've missed just about all of them, so might as well stay perfect. Man, I I got to redeem myself. I I had a did so bad at Seminole, and that's so early in the year. So early in the year, that's the only Hobies I've fished this year. So uh, just two. So yeah, I mean, I dodged a tournament in my backyard to go get a weekend away at Kentucky Lake. The KBF Super Trail on Wheeler was this weekend, and damn, I'm surprised you didn't fish it. Me too. A bunch of the guys I talked to fishing it, but you know they're they're all in places that I fish all the time and struggling to get a bite. And I was like, that just made me a little bit more confident than I should have, should have been there. What's up, John. And, uh, we, we got old stormy there oh. here for a couple of his team members tonight. Uh, BKB. What's up Armando. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I'm saying, but congratulations, Jim Ware. And that's something I got to talk to Drew about. I did the, you know, I'm on the fantasy thing and I was 25th. I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to do good. My, uh, you know, Jim Ware, I got him on my team. He got first. I'm going to be doing good. But I guess maybe there wasn't enough people in it, so the points didn't count. So, yeah, so that sucks. Yeah, I can see Drew. He's I'm yeah, sure he's going to you straight on that one real quick. <laughs> so here we go. We got Drew, the one and only Drew Gregory. Never had him on before. Uh, Eric Siddiqui. So Drew got first place, obviously. Eric tied. Eric and Drew tied, and you know, it, it went to Drew because of a big fish. But congratulations, Eric, as well, second place. And the man, I guess he's now leading the points race over, uh, probably Russ. over Russ now since he got one place above him. Uh, Mr. Jody Queen had him on not too long ago. So, uh, welcome back to the show, guys, and th thank you for being on. Thanks. So what's up? So so Jim, where he because there wasn't enough hey, people man. in that event. It didn't... No, it's gonna Damn. count. You're gonna get points for Jim Ware. Oh, okay, cool. We just haven't updated them yet because uh, Joe from KBF has to send us the payouts. Um, we uh, updated the standings from the Hobie because uh, okay. Hobie they um AJ we you know every time a tournament happens we have to message him and say hey man send us the the results the payouts. So he's he's sort of uh, he's done a great job, and now he actually just he he posts the payouts live this time on his recap. So yeah. our guy, you know, my guy Ken Morris, who does my podcast with me, Hooks on Wild Waters, mm -hmm. 
he great show, got, by the way. What what's that? Great show, by the way. Oh yeah, oh, great. Thanks, man, thanks. Yeah, I wish we could do more. We're gonna try to start getting back into doing more. But anyway, he updates the standings, and he um he he was able to do that right away with Hobie. But uh, Joe is probably gonna be sending us a spreadsheet like he always does right away because what happened when they took away the um the fantasy league was the pro series for KBF, the Hobie Bass Open and BASS, plus the the KBF National Championship championship, of course, the Tenvitation on the ten. All events that you would typically find your elite level kayak anglers. Now they took away the pros series because of COVID and all that happened. They merged it. So what we did is with the super trail events, these these ones that are these two dayers here at the end of the year, those are the ones that are going to count for um, your fantasy team. So you'll get your points for Jim Ware soon enough or the money he won. I don't know how much he won, but you'll get it pretty soon here. Cool. Yeah. Congrats, Jim Ware. Pretty cool. Yeah. But, congrats, uh, Jim. Good job, man. That's awesome. What a good guy, too. I just want to point out that Eric's got a little low key flex going on in the background. All I can see is that check keep flashing up in the back of his vehicle. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I just got off the water. I'm trying to figure out how the best way to do this is. I just ran Wait, over here to this restaurant where I had some service. Yeah. What, where are you fishing at now? Uh, I'm still in Arkansas. I'm over in Searcy. I was hanging out with Cody. Me and him were fishing uh, some lake. Uh, close to him gotcha so. all right so um you know if if, if we'll, we'll do a real quick everybody knows who you guys are uh, Eric, if you want give a little rundown who, who you are if people don't know actually let, let's just go ahead and skip that tonight if you don't know who drew gregory jody queen eric Sadiq are you yeah you you you're probably new to this show so they have facebook pages go check them out they're, they're the best anglers in the country uh but yeah what one of y'all let let's go with eric if you can if for people that have never been to dardanelle kind of give us a layout of of the lake and and how all that happened man it was a, it was a tough lake apparently it was a lot dirtier than uh normally is uh, I ran around and, you know, there's a lot of deep stuff that looked pretty good to me and a lot of bridges. So I went looking at a lot of that stuff first. And uh, uh, so did that, checked some shallow stuff. And really, uh, it was tough finding, finding the fish. They were uh, real finicky. You could tell they were heavily pressured fish. And uh, so, but I was able to find a few areas where uh, that held some good fish that got a little less pressure. So that helped out. Heck yeah. And what about you, Drew? Were you sticking to your, your kind of wild water fishing, if you would? Was you looking for something like that, of course? I was. I mean, I was using the, um, the crescent. The 10-foot, right? What's that? Yeah, the little 10-foot boat, right? Yeah, the 10-foot boat here. Um, I don't know if you guys can see it. It's in the parking lot here, this little 10-foot. That sort of, um, you know, it's called, uh, I don't know, what the, it's kind of a green color, lime green, but it's uh, ultralight. It's only 49 pounds, so... I have a couple kayaks with me, and that was one of my strategies. Is maybe if I needed to move a lot, I could use that boat, and um, ended up using that in the tournament. So it's kind of nice. I can get some smaller water, fun pressure stuff, and um, I just enjoy trying to find that stuff. Now, most of the time, little smaller water, skinny water, whatever you want to call it, usually doesn't have you know some of the size that the main lake fish you know have. But every once in a while, you'll find a spot that, that does, and just all the conditions, the environment, and the ecosystem just kind of all match up and marry perfectly. And uh, I just had, I did find a little spot, obviously, this tournament that had uh, a couple big ones for me each day, but it was not producing anything else but either 
giants or 10 10 and 12 inch little teeny spotted bass so it was just just enough fish uh left there for tournament for me and yeah. so in in this tournament not only did you did you and eric tie and you had big fish but you also tied jim clark for big fish and had a second bigger fish in him which rolled to you so man what a like Dude. every ounce counts i'm sure every second counted kind of tournament yeah it was and man, it was you know, that's my kind of fishing too, you know, big part because of, you know, when I got into it, you know, the first person my buddy told me to check out was, was you Drew Gregory. Cause that's the kind of fishing we do is, you know, skinny backwater stuff. And it's gutsy, like you said, to go into a tournament and try to put your money in that, you know, just like you said, it's, it's either small fish, a, a big fish or nothing at all. It's not really an in-between situation most of the time. And I, I learned that the hard way up in uh, lacrosse. I've, found moving water and thought I could hammer something out. And that was the biggest whipping I've taken all year, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it'll humble oh, you man. real quick. What's that? I said, it'll humble you real quick. It will. And I'll, you know what? I can maybe segue even over to, to Jody. If he's in here, I don't know if he's in here yet, but he's kind of bouncing in and out. Oh, is he? Well, I'll tell yeah. you, I'll kind of compliment Jody here a little bit, but what, what I, I think my strengths is obviously those wild places and moving water and just places that are hard to get to, hard to find. But what Jody's good at, and I've always been impressed with, is he's really good at main lake and those little skinny places. I'll run into him fishing skinny places, and other times I won't see him, and I'll talk to him, and he fishes like main lake stuff that I just, it just is almost over my head, you know what I mean? I don't really, I don't really get into that. I'm sort of a one-trick pony when it comes to how I fish and the style I fish, but that's okay. Because when you got boundaries that are this big, I can usually find fish that want to eat the exact way I want to fish. I mean, there's rarely an occasion where I can't find them the way I want to catch them and, and uh, the way I want to fish. But but Jody's just so versatile. He can do all of the above. So I'm always impressed with, with him with that. And Eric, you are too, because you know, you're usually like more of a deep water type guy. You like fish road beds and, and things like that, right? I do, yeah. yeah. I do. Yeah, I worked hard to, you know, try to learn that. Um I, I mean, I, I bang fish my whole life, you know, so I, you know, I'm really, I always consider myself a shallow water fisherman, but uh, once I started getting beat, beat, when I started fishing tournaments, I decided to put some time in and try to figure that out. And now everybody considers me a deep water fisherman. I do really like doing it. So, you know, yeah. that's fine. It is. It, it really just shows like how, uh, if you want to Jody, try doing it without the camera. Just doing voice only, maybe that'll keep you in here a little bit better. I know you're having problems trying to stay in the chat. Right, the the service that we use, StreamYard, it's it's great, but it's also uh, like you have to have a safe internet connection. So sometimes it, it could be a little finicky. I just stepped. Yeah, well, we wait on Jody to get all his stuff straight. Um, either one of y'all want to go into, you know, like how go into how day one went. Um, everybody put up respect of the three of y'all put up respectable numbers, you know, all three days. And I mean, it obviously worked out to both of y'all's favor. So just whoever wants to start, just talk about day one. Here, I'll, I'll go over all the, um, the numbers real quick before we do that. So day one, uh, the leader was Russ Snyder, 86 and a quarter, Jody at 86, Drew, you had 85 and three quarter. And Eric, you were back in fifth with 84 and a half. And then day two, Eric with the big bag. Uh, big bag of the tournament, 86 and a half, drew 85 and a quarter. So, I mean, you you even upgraded a half a half a pound, a half a inch there. 
and then Jody was back in six. So in total overall, Drew and Eric, y'all had 171. Jody would 166 and three quarter. Russ would 162 and a half. And Justin Patrick came in fifth with 159 and a quarter. And congratulations to everybody. Cause it was even like, like Eric, your boy, Cody, who was, I think he's third leading angler of the year in Hobie. He had a bad tournament. I mean, not to call him out, but kind of everybody does it. You know, every tournament isn't always going, going to go your way. And I think a lot of people can take, you know, one of the best people in a lot of the best people in the country, you look down some of the names at the bottom and, and they didn't have a great tournament. So it makes some of us normal people, average fishermen kind of feel a little bit better, you know? <laughs> but yeah. Good. Go ahead, Eric. Tell us about your day one, man. Uh, or Drew? You, you tell us about, yeah, tell us about your day one. Well, first of all, I'll say this. Not to, I mean, Cody had fish. <laughs> he just didn't submit them. It looks on the leaderboard oh, yeah. like he didn't have anything. He had uh, he had four fish and some good ones. He had a 17. He had fish. He didn't have five, and I you know, I talked to him on the phone. I just, so I, I think he just didn't submit. Cause it was like, what's the point? But, um, yeah. I actually never asked him that, but he said he had four, but he caught other ones. They just weren't keepers. So he, I think he just only had four, but anyway, like you said, he still was not, you know, you didn't get that fifth. There wasn't a normal, you know, um, Cody Milton show. And that just goes to show I mean, as good as Cody is and as good as Tiger Woods is, you know, these individual sport tournaments, you don't just go out there and, you know, cast a check every time it's it's just really hard so everybody yeah. has off days um you know for sure so it's gonna happen to every one of us you just gotta keep going and fishing up of things like come but day one for me was uh i executed my plan exactly how i wanted to i fished one spot early um got a limit it was a limit spot in pre-fishing all i caught there was you know 14 15 16 maybe something that was a little bit over 16 but they were all that size they were just not going to be big ones, but they were numbers. So I knew okay, I, I would feel good and feel better if I had a limit. So I got my limit and then I moved to my second spot, which, uh, like I said, I mean, or maybe I mentioned this already. I don't know. I only caught, you know, 10, 11, 12 inch little spots there or a gigantic female. It was one or the other. And there weren't many of these big females, obviously compared to the ratio of those little teeny ones, they were there and there was shad. There was the ecosystem was right. There was, uh, you know, clear enough water, a little bit of mo movement to it. It was just all the right combination. I saw bald eagles. I saw humongous gar and other fish. And I'm not talking about gar that were gulping air in some stagnant backwater, which is not a good sign. I'm talking like all the other conditions were good. And I saw a gar that was nearly as long as my kayak, the biggest gar I'd ever seen. So oh. I knew that it was there for a reason. Shad were there, the brim, there was so much. And so these fish were chasing and pushing those shad up there, these big females, and they were feeding on them. And um, the water's a little bit cooler as well. So I think they like that. It feels like more like an air conditioner flowing on them, just like we like it in the summer, you know, a little air's moving on us. So I just feel like they were there for all, all the conditions were just right. And, but it was a small area. I couldn't fish it all day long. That's why I didn't start there. It was hard to find, hard to get to. And I think people pre-fished it and they did not catch a big one like that. They caught a bunch of those 10, 11, and 12s. And they never knew those big ones were there because I pre-fished it for a few hours and never got bit except for one giant. And then I realized, or I just prayed to God that that was not an aberration, that there were more of them there. And thankfully, and nobody else was uh, was fishing it on tournament day. So they just yeah, I, I'm going to recap. You, you, you called it on a whopper plopper, right? 
Uh, some of them, yeah, whopper plopper. Most of my limit fish were like on chatterbaits, and and then the, when I was really trying to call up a big one, I would put on a buzzbait or a whopper plopper. And uh, in the tournament, it was buzzbait more in pre-fishing. I got caught an eighteen, or sorry, a twenty, a twenty and a quarter on a buzzbait in that area pre-fishing. And then I just decided to go with a whopper plopper on um, tournament day, just just hoping for a big one. Yeah. Baits, those two baits will do it. And um, I just really wanted to call them up and out of all this this structure and all the stuff they had to kind of hiding and live around so big loud obnoxious i want to push away and fend off any of those little 12 you know 10 11 12 inches in the plopper i mean you catch a lot of small fish on them too because they'll peck at it but a lot of times you won't get hooked and the plopper will just call up you know some big ones that's kind of why i ended up choosing that heck yeah how about yeah. you where yeah i kind of fished uh, a man-made area in the morning uh that's kind of like some stuff that drew might like uh, it was just the intake for the power plant, and there was some strong current in there. So I pulled in there and uh, uh, just started throwing a buzz bait. There's a lot, a ton of bait in there, and uh, uh, I actually saw some a bunch of catfish had some shad. Push, they were pushing the shad up on the bank and and slurping them up. Uh, it was pretty cool. But uh, so I started throwing that buzz bait, and I caught a 19 and a half first thing in the morning on that first day. And uh, after that, I just I just stuck with it. I mean. For some reason, it seemed like they were just more willing to hit a topwater than anything. So I just, I like throwing that buzz bait. So I just threw it. I threw it all day. I uh, got another, you know, 15 something maybe. And it kind of turned off. A lot of boats came in there and, and kind of, you know, got got a lot tough, tougher. So I pulled out of there and I fished uh, Illinois Bayou, just a few areas around there for a while. And I ended up leaving, uh, didn't have a limit. I ended up leaving around, um, 11 or so and and went to an area that uh where there was a culvert and a little backwater area that boats can get to and uh fish fished around there and um i uh you know started throwing that buzz bait and i caught a 16 three quarter you know another i i think i had a 19 and a half and a 12 caught a you know 12 and three quarter caught a 16 and three quarter and i was thinking the tournament ended at 2 30. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> me, and a, me and another buddy both thought it would end at 2.30. So I was freaking out. I was trying to get that fourth, that fifth fish. I had four, you know, two of them were 12s, but I wanted that limit. So I was just burning that buzz bait, burning it. Finally, uh, I caught a, I think it was a 16 and a half right there. Threw it on the board, got the picture, you know, yeah. released it. And I'm like, that's a limit. I'll take it. And I was like, man, if this thing went to three, I think I could have called those 12s. And uh, so I put the rod away and sat back for a minute. And I look over, and there's another guy in there, and he's still fishing. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, what time's this thing in? He goes, 3 o'clock. I'm like, no shit. All right, I'm grabbing this. <laughs> I can call these 12. So I grab my rod back out and started chucking again. And I, uh, I was able to get a 16 and 3 quarter. And then, again, it, it was just tough. I just kept, kept going at it, going at it. And I ended up catching uh another fish 15 i get it in throw it on the board last minute i get the picture at three o'clock so wow. I, uh, that was my i called that last 12 so that put me at 84 and a half so i mean i caught two last minute fish in one day so it was cool hey, yeah. that, that last minute stuff man i, I was judging yeah. a tournament this weekend and we had a guy that turned in the fish that would have won him the tournament but he turned it in at three o'clock and 33 seconds and it oh, it oh, took man. the fish out. I felt so bad having to tell him that. I called the guy that was running the tournament and made sure that that was the rule that he set. But yeah, 
So it, yeah, do, do you have a certain buzz bait? Do you have a certain buzz bait you like, or do you have different kinds for for you know like heavy cover, open water type well, I stuff? I threw the accent. I mean, we had a fair amount of wind all day that first day, so I threw the accent all day. That's that's my favorite. The Jacob Wheeler deal. Yeah. Basically, yeah. The, the, the finesse one or the doesn't he have finesse. a bigger one too? The finesse. finesse I, yeah, that's the one. I, I've heard that one gets. I haven't. I haven't used it myself, but I've heard it. It gets a whole lot. I've, of I've never had a lot of success with big buzz baits. I usually like to try to find those smaller finessey buzz baits. That's the big buzz bait. Just seems just like too clunky to me. I don't know. It just doesn't ever work out for me. Yeah, I bought uh, that new Mega Bass. It looks pretty good. It sounded. I've been good, looking but, for uh, that one. I just Jamaica. haven't. I haven't yeah. thrown it enough. I didn't have I didn't have the faith in it to throw it on tournament day. So it sat there in front of me. I looked at it a few times. That was about it. Yeah, I went <laughs> looking for one before I left for Kentucky Lake, and nowhere had it. Yeah. I, I I like the for open water the firecracker the jackal firecracker and you cut off the clacker. That's kind of my jam, but you know I, I'm not cashing checks like y'all are either. So don't <laughs> throw that one. So the all right. So day one, you, you both had both had great day ones i mean your numbers are right there and then day two happens drew we'll start with you how was your day two man day two was pretty similar i was basically doing the same game plan other than i made a slight adjustment my first spot i decided to not stay out as long i just wanted to get a limit i didn't really care if it was just 14s and 15s so i think day one i had a i was 16 and maybe like a 15 and a half a couple of 15 and a half i didn't care i just wanted a limit first and then i was going to leave and spend more time at the second spot even though it's a smaller area it had those bigger fish and i thought there's a chance i could pull th maybe two maybe three of them out of there and i was sort of right um i got a limit and i de definitely got there sooner so i had like about an hour extra to fish there so i, I believe i got there on 11 11 30 minutes so i had what 11 to 3 to fish there which is a lot longer than I had the day before and I caught one. The first one I caught was a 20 and a half there. And I just, all right, need one, you know, one, one more may do it, but two would be awesome to get, you know, this big kind of 18 inch plus two more. I got one at the very sort of in the last hour that was 18 and three quarters long and skinny. You see my Facebook post today. You'll see a picture. Yeah, of great, great post, by the way. And very, if anybody wants more of a detailed explanation, that was, the probably the best recap post ever and very well written who does it is that your wife or is that you dude first of all Wait, when that, did you write all, that i've read <laughs> eric Siddiqui's recaps before trust me no his are great. Yeah, that. recap. yeah that's really, right really good. Jody, jody won't be able to get back in but he's known for his recap yeah real good yeah. too matt balls are good uh but anyway i did i just wanted to kind of I mean, who knows how many of these I'm going to win if, if yeah. I'll ever win again. So I thought, let me give everyone a nice recap. But basically, I um, I caught that skinny one. I wanted to call one more time. And I ended up um, throwing a whopper plopper on the kind of right on the bank in a nice little area that looked good. And I got smashed. But my whopper plopper got fouled up, you know, where your line will get caught in that first trouble. Yeah. And it was kind of whopper, you know, whopper plopper and a little bit sideways. Just whopping, just whopping not whopping. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just not there's there was more plop, no wop. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, it was fouled up, and I don't know why if that's why the fish missed it or what, but uh, another big one did crush it, and she just didn't get hooked up. And it was definitely 18 to 20 inch class, so I didn't get that one. But strange mystery of God sort of way, man. I, I know I told Eric this on stage, I and mean, 
you know, you feel bad, but you don't. It's one of those things that I, I didn't realize um, when I got out of the, the, the river, I just had this still small voice that said, man, I just checked my photos from the morning again because I caught so many fish in that 14 to 15 and a half inch range. I wanted to make sure I didn't miss them when I submitted them because I was doing it in a hurry, you know, just to get five on the board. Yeah. And um, I just looked and my smallest fish was 14 and three quarters on the standings. I had about 10 minutes left. And, you know, I've been done fishing for, well, you know, almost an hour. But I just looked through all my photos and I was like, I could have sworn I had maybe three that were 15 at least. And I found another one in there that I didn't submit. I just missed it because I forgot to take a picture. This is a good little tidbit for people to learn. You always want to take a picture in, in and what I usually do, these fish were small, so I didn't do it. And I just was in a hurry. I didn't care. What I usually do is I take a picture of the location I caught the fish off of. If it's offshore, then whatever. You don't really have much to go on. But I like taking a picture of the piece of structure or where I landed my cast. And then I can go back and even piece together, was there a pattern? I can look everywhere I caught them yeah. and realize, oh, my goodness. It was all off of a, a channel swing, a rock bluff or whatever, wood. And anyway, so I forgot to do that. And that's why I made the mistake. But I'm so, so fortunate and just thankful that God just gave me that thought to go back and look at all my photos because it turned out to be the difference. That quarter of an inch, I didn't think it would matter. And I called AJ and said, hey, I just uploaded another photo from this morning. Just check it to make sure it's not a duplicate. But Tony X let it go through. Tells you, you know, usually it's it's not a duplicate. He did double check and it was it was a different fish. And um, I just wanted to make sure I had the right one because I was in a frantic yeah. panic because they all look the same. And I'm like, which ones did I submit? Which ones did I need to submit? I was like freaking out, man. But um, anyway, that's kind of what happened. I caught that second one and it was, and then it was just barely enough, man. I'm just fortunate to, to be able to win on a stage that's that's pretty darn huge. When you look at the list of names, you got these hammers like Eric and, um, you know, Russ and Jody and, and Cody and I'm trying to think who else was there. That was just, there were just so many good anglers, Ron Champion and, you know, Matthew Scotch and Guillermo. There's just, Christine Fisher, you just keep going on and on the list of that leaderboard. It was unreal. So I just felt super humbled to be often amongst such a talented group of anglers. What size uh, whopper plopper were you throwing? Um, man, I always get these numbers confused. Uh, <laughs> hang on. I'll 75 is a little and 110 is the big, right? Well, there's a uh, 130 that's I was huge. definitely not using the smallest ones. I definitely wasn't using the, the giant one, so I'm pretty sure. Probably at 110. Yeah. Whatever. Drew, one thing that I do when I take my pictures, yeah. I, uh, I always, when I get the picture of the fish, I find the best one real quick, put a little favorite on it, you know, hit that heart at the bottom. Then you can just go in your favorites list and you got all your best pictures of each fish right there. Yep. And, you know, that's, that's something to way to do That's it. a good one, too. Matt Bond, done that he, uh, he told me about that. I, I did that on some of them in the morning. And I just got sloppy. You know what I mean? It's just, it's amazing. The little things that catching the fish is just one part of the equation, but I literally was harding it. Like you were saying, I was favoriting them and I just got sloppy and in a hurry and I just stopped doing it. And it was stupid. That almost cost me the everything, you know, the win. Yeah. Well, there's, there's two great things. If you want some juice from the show, I don't, I don't think if you can, there's a better tip than that. And on how to take care of your pictures, favorite them. And like you were saying, just kind of like your own, Angler app button deal where you're taking a picture of a structure you call on so you can go back and look. That's a, that really is a great idea because all I do is just take a picture of my kayak, but that's that's definitely a better idea. Yeah, that's I usually just scan and take a shot just of something, but yeah, you know, now I'm wondering why I haven't been doing what Drew just <laughs> I started did. doing that at the national championship last year. You know, we were um, in Shreveport and 
the reason I did it there to start doing it was actually, it's just how this all started with me. All those cypress trees look the same out there. And I wanted to go back and be able to like, you know, hit the same ones again. So I actually had it in my phone also. So I just sort of had a mental record of which, which trees I really wanted to target. I mean, which clump of trees that were kind of all near each other and together because it just looks all the same. So that's actually how it all started. It was really just so I could go back the next day and look again at my phone if I needed to. Um, Bigger, smaller, more knees, more shade, yeah. more, yeah. Just trying to figure something out. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So Eric, how was your day too, man? Obviously good. Um, you had the big bag at a tournament. Yeah, I'm, I just did the same thing I did on day one. I was like, that worked out, so I'm going to give a shot again. Um, I went up uh, in that intake and uh, started throwing around, and I, I got, the, got, I think, a 15 and three quarter. Another little one, I think it was a 13 and a quarter. Never got any big one. I actually had a boat come in on me, and I'm like, oh, great, here we go. And he <laughs> uh, kind of cruises by me and looks around, and he comes back over, and he's like, uh, how, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing all right. He's like, how how'd you do yesterday? I'm like, uh, I'm sitting in fifth, you know, so it was 112 anglers, not bad, you know. And he's like, yeah, I follow you guys. I know you guys travel all over the country. That's awesome. He was like, I saw Russ Snyder's was leading it, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's leading it. And he was like, he won Clear Fork too, didn't he? Or Clear Lake. I was like, yeah, he did. <laughs> he's like, all right, man, I think you guys are great. You know, I'm not going to fish around you. I got my tournaments on Thursday, but uh, – you know, he's like, uh, you know, I'll let you let you get back at it. I was like, that sounds like y'all right. better watch out. Y'all are gonna start having bass boats probably all the while. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. So, well, then I, uh, you know, went and fished around and uh, tried out uh, another culvert, another little back area, and I then I packed up and left around the same time and headed to uh, you know that that other culvert, the backwater area, it was about you know 15 minute drive or so. So I get in there and the same guys back there. And I was like, how you doing today? And he's like, I got one fish. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> I was like, have you, uh, the water was up about six inches from the day before, at least six inches. So I was like, have you been to the very back of this? And he was like, no, I haven't at all. So I was like, all right, that's where I'm going. So I went straight to the back. I sat there, uh, cast out, I catch a 16 and a half, um, cast out, I, uh, you know, fish some more. I caught, caught a 15 and a half. And then, uh, uh, finally some wind picks up. So I, and uh, I forgot to say, I, I actually, I saw that the wind was going to be laid down, um, you know, on Sunday. So Cody was leaving. He came to the house and I was like, do you have a smaller buzz bait? You know, something, you know, the wider or a uh, silver blade or something. He was like, yeah, I do. So I grabbed this little buzz bait. I put a, um, um, a rage menace on that yeah. thing. And I threw that most of the day. That's what I caught all my fish on up until this point. And uh, that wind picked up, and I turned around and grabbed that accent and threw that, and I caught a 19. And, um, you know, I was pretty ecstatic about that. And uh, so I fished around a little more. kind of had died off, and the wind was dead. And I pulled around to the – I came back up to the front of that area, uh, closer to where the, you know, the culvert runs through. And uh, I – the wind picked up a little bit again, so I grabbed the accent again, threw it out, and caught 19 and three quarter. There, you know, with about 10 minutes to go, and you know that's that's how it ended. So I knew I had a chance. Yeah. So. So it, it's just kind of force feeding the top water, like. It, yeah. It yeah. I mean, just, just trying to get I was those. Just burning that thing over the grass, just, just burning it. 
And the, the other guy that was in there was throwing a buzz bait the whole time. Cause he saw me the end of uh, day one, you know, catch him pretty quick on that thing. So when he was yeah. in there the next day, I saw him, he was throwing buzz bait all over the place. And so I don't know if it was the sound of my buzz bait or, or how I was fishing it or what, but they liked whatever I was doing. Well, it says something about that accent buzz bait then. Yeah. It's it's worked for Jacob Wheeler. It's probably pretty good, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, ca he's, he's cashed a couple of checks. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's you want to uh you guys want another story speaking of uh major league fishing stars? I got a story from this tournament about one of them. Oh, here yeah, we go. Well, first, if anybody has any questions for these guys, ask them yeah. one. And you know, you, you got two of the best anglers in the country, ask. Ask your questions why you can. But, yeah, go ahead, Drew. All right. So I'm coming down uh, into this back of this creek. And, uh, you know, I went way up, and I'm coming back down. And I see a bass boat way up there. And he knows what he's doing. He's got – there's some logos on his on his boat. And, you know, there's people pre-fishing for the Toyota Series tournament there uh, this weekend. And a lot of the MLF guys, you know, FLW guys, they're all over the lake pre-fishing this week. And I get down there and I'm like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. He's, he's something, you know, something. And, uh, we talked for a little while and he said he's pre-fishing for that tournament. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. That tournament's going on. We talked for a while and 15, 20 minutes, super nice guy. Just sat there, just chill. We just had a good, good chat. And then I said, well, Hey man, uh, I'll, you know, good luck. Uh, what's your name? I'll follow along and see how, uh, see how you're doing. He goes, Fred Rumbanis. <laughs> and then i said well dude i know who you are man I, you just weren't throwing a frog or else i would have recognized you just a lot sooner so, <laughs> that's so, awesome uh, he was joking he said well my boat my normal boat's in the shop so he's using a different boat and you know whatever and i said that's cool man i said i know you know I'm, you guys that uh that i know you you fish with i've had on my show you know chris lane and um friends with uh, a lot of the you know pros i've been fortunate to get to know matt airy and thrift and brian latimer stetson blaylock just people he knew we kind of had a little bit we tried to chat for another 15 20 minutes just talking fishing hanging out there and um it, we just had a good time man we developed a little friendship there we swapped numbers and uh i texted him some fish i caught it was just kind of like man i'm kind of on them you know and we I, we texted back and forth throughout this whole tournament and then um he was just sending me back a lot of like bam like you're, you know you're <laughs> He, out of nowhere today, I just I didn't have time to text him. And then to today, this morning, I finally sent him all the photos with me holding up the check and, you know, all my big fish because I pulled up those separate pictures on my GoPro, some of those big fish. And he was like, golly, I can't believe you won it. He called me immediately. He texted me back. He's like, I can't believe you won it. And then he called me. We had we talked on the road here for about, you know, 10 minutes. Um, just He was just so thrilled. Oh, man, those guys are all really nice down to earth. And yeah. um, he saw Russ Snyder's name up there, too, and he goes, Dude, I'm from California. I know Russ Snyder's. And he kind of used to fish tournaments out there. And then all of a sudden, we just didn't see him anymore. And I I didn't know he was fishing kayak stuff. And I was like, he's good. And he goes, oh, heck yeah, he's good. So he, he yeah. knew about Russ too, man. So that's funny. That SOB is back. He's back with a vengeance. Yeah. It's it's good to see that we're not really, I would say, you know, kind of gaining some clout with those. Or they're starting to know, know who y'all are. Yeah. You know, like what Eric was saying, to have a bass boat guy kind of, Oh, I know y'all. I follow y'all. It's awesome that y'all are doing. That's killer to see. And, and like, I, you know, in Susquehanna, Ike entered the tournament. Remember? Yeah. I mean, and a lot of us obviously were, you know, fortunate to to beat them, which is just one tournament. It doesn't mean a lot, but it means something. I think you know, and the, those guys are seeing that we know how to fish. We know what we're doing, and we don't do it just because we don't have. It's not like just we don't have the money to go 
buy a bass boat or get into those tournaments because a lot now, of this is definitely what there. we prefer we prefer it we just enjoy it and they start to see that man there's some, some serious sticks out there fishing this way and um he was he told me he said no doubt about it your bag would have been 16 17 pounds you would have won this, this tournament this weekend this toyota series he said you would have won he said yeah but you couldn't have got to where you know you guys can't get yeah. to where any of these fish are so you know you can't really compare the two always, you know. I'm, but, I'm still curious to see if, as these guys start to pay attention to y'all or to us as, you know, the industry, and if they don't start trying to get into it a little more for kind of like a side hustle to add some money to their pocket in the year, like if they're having a bad year in the boat, which I I think it'd be cool to see a bunch of these big names, you know, I don't want to say come down to our level, but come over to our level and see what we got. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Ike, Ike attested to that himself and said, he was like, man, I've got a, some stuff to learn. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I think the respect level, at, of, I mean, how well y'all have done, the <laughs> levels went up. And, and then they definitely understand, especially with some guys on pro staffs. And, and they're getting talk with y'all like Jordan Lee fished Tournament of Titans last year. And, you know, Randy Haynes, Ike, everybody else. They, I I think it's they're starting to come around and they get it and they see the market and they see, you know, they don't want to miss out on that either. And, you know, they want to have bring those people over as fans. So I think there's going to be more and more people getting into it. it, it it'd be crazy if they did. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Yeah. Well, so, Drew, uh, oh, bad, Dan. but, uh, you know, it's been kind of, you, you've seemed to really get more into the tournaments this year. Um, and you've, you know, we saw you at the championship and everything like that, but we're definitely seeing your name more in the the bigger tournaments. Uh, any reason for that, or you just decided yeah. to? Yeah, so a lot of you guys may have known, um, you know, followed my show, Hooked on Wild Waters. I did that for a while. Um, I ran the River Bassin Tournament Trail for about 10 years, and kayak fishing tournaments didn't really get big and weren't really like a – they weren't as lucrative until I would say – I don't know, 2016, really. And it really was just still like the national championship that was actually lucrative. So I want to say it was 16 or 17. I fished the, they had an open division in the, in the KBF national championship and I fished it because I didn't fish any other tournaments. I was busy, you know, doing my show, you know, working, right. uh, designing and, and doing stuff with Jackson, you know. So at that point when I was still with Jackson, so I was busy, I had a full-time job doing that other stuff. And so I wasn't fishing a lot of tournaments, but now that they've become a little bit more lucrative and, that I just decided, Hey, I'm going to switch gears and I'm not going to do the, this hooked on wild water show. I'm going to focus more on these major tournament trails, but then, um, that was my plan this year. And then COVID hit and, you know, I did a lot of, you know, made a lot of changes for us and our family we moved from North Carolina to Ohio and switched careers, moved over with Crescent kayaks. Damn. So it's just been a lot of changes. So I didn't really get to fish, but a couple at the beginning of the year before all this happened, you know, uh, the Timvitational and, uh, the KBF, Pro Tour Claremont, where uh, Jody won, and, and, and I got second. But then um, I finally picked back up here with the um, Susquehanna, and then now this one. So that's my plan is to be doing this more all the time, and hopefully I'll continue to be able to, you know, be on with people like you talking about it because that means I probably did well. But uh, I'm just blessed <laughs> to have done well this time. But that's kind of the difference. That's where I'm going to be focusing focusing my for, for here on out for the foreseeable future on these kind of, you know, bigger tournaments. Well, what, you got, what you got lined up next? Yeah. I want to be on the CUSA next for sure. And then the national championship. Yeah, I'll see you there. I'll be at the national championship. And then after that, there's the bass on chick. Oh, yeah, I'll do bass on chick. Yeah, I'm doing that one. 
Um, I'm only gonna have like one day to pre-fish that. Um, gonna my anniversary of my wife's uh, five years right before then, so gotta gotta spend some time with her there. Uh, That's in right. The area, the cabin, just hanging out, her and I, and our, our little boy. So, um, but I may have one one day to pre-fish that. I believe maybe one and a half. So I'm still gonna fish it. Um, I'm excited about that one. So, and then I will do the TOC as well for Hobie and see what happens there. So that's yeah, my schedule. And here you should go back to doing that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he seems like he's stepping in the world now. He's going to be somebody to watch out for, which you've already y'all y'all have plenty of competition. I mean, y'all's names are always just rolling around each other at the top. It's yeah. Yeah, I need to update rankings, by the way. Y'all need to update. Someone needs to have a, a ranking. Oh, that's – man, that's KBN. We all do that. way. Or KBBT, they did one too. You, you have to holler at Ryan and – I mean, come and on. Update that, that stuff. Now, <laughs> they, they, they cancel us. They'd be mad. What you got next? Like 30-something. 30, uh, 30 I got a fourth and a first and two BOSs. Come on. Update. <laughs> hey. But the fantasy, the fantasy league is going to get updated. Just so people are tuning in now. Sorry, but we did Hobie's points. My boy Ken Morris, he's on it. He's going to be updating the um, KBF Super Trail points as well. So Jim cool. Ware's points and everybody else. They were up in was it Maine? Uh, uh, yeah, the KBF Northeast Super Trail. Yeah, Maine. I think Ken Wood won. So yeah, whoever, whatever, you guys will get those points. But um, anyway, I'm right. trying to say the name of that lake. It's like one of those Indian words. It's like 20 letters long. I got to say it later, and I looked at it for five minutes trying to figure it out. What My you got up next, the, uh, Fantasy. Buddy of mine's playing the fantasy. He's got me on the team, so he'll be happy. <laughs> he's, been, he's been paying attention. He, uh, he's got one guy. I'm not going to say who it is, but he's got one guy who hasn't done anything for him yet. He's like, I want to drop this guy. Can I drop him? I do, too. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm it. it starts with a J and ends with a Denison. <laughs> I, 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 I had him on my team. I, I'm like, come on, man. Hey, well, next year, maybe let's get Paddle and Finn to like partner with us somehow and sponsor that thing. We're because down. It takes 500 bucks for us to do that. And I still haven't even paid these people. And I told everyone, hey, if everyone can pitch in, here's my Venmo, my PayPal. And all these people signed up for it. We spent all the time and effort to get all those people, everyone's names on there, get it all done in tears and develop this whole thing. I haven't had the first person PayPal Venmo me a darn thing for it. And I don't have it. And like, I'm trying to get, you know, like pay off some debts and stuff. And I'm, I don't know, man, like this money is going to help, but I just can't front 500 bucks so everyone can play fantasy, man. So if you guys want to get it, let's get a sponsor. Let's get somebody on board. Let's promote it. I'll make it where we can, we can change like maybe once a quarter, maybe even if you, if you want to change your people in and out, like every tournament, I don't know, we can make it do, um, that way you can do that, but we we, we did have Craig's old Stormy in the in the chat here earlier. If he's still hanging in here, we, we can get old Dakota Lithium himself in here on that. Yeah, I like it. Give away a power box. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Craig. That's awesome, man. Let's do it. The winner. I mean, we promised prizes, and I definitely can get my sponsors to chip in. You know, not big prizes, but we get a. I think I can't remember what it was. Maybe five hundred bucks of stuff, or maybe even a thousand bucks for the winner. But we'll make that happen for sure this year but next year we can make it even better we just need some little bit of help from everyone to kind of pitch in a little bit yeah yeah well i'm, I'm sure oh, i'm sure it'll 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 come we're, we're down we, we've got like 22 hosts we, we've got <laughs> all the shows we can definitely get the word out oh yeah so eric uh we, we had a 
we actually had John and he was on here with us. And sorry about that stormy man. I, I missed your message earlier. If you want to give out a power box, that'd be awesome. I'm sure somebody would be happy to win it. But uh, John Myers asked Eric, uh, what's your what kind of line and rod do you throw that buzz bait with? What what's your setup? Um, I was throwing a seven four uh, mag heavy uh, Dobbins. Uh, it's a seven four four, I think. Uh, Dobbins. And uh, I was throwing 20 pounds online on that. Is that um? Are you throwing the Champion XP series? Uh, yeah, Champion XP. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jim, Jimmy's on the yeah. Dobbins team himself. And Jody, um, I'll tell you what, I love those mag. Speaking of Z Man, I love the mag fatties. You can't find them dang things. You have to order <laughs> them on the website. I know they, you need to get them set up here in Central Alabama because. There is nobody that like one store I can go to and just get all my Z-Man. I, man, I, I really hate that because I, I love some Z-Man base. Well, Eric, where, uh, where are you headed next? Well, Cody's trying to talk me into going with him to uh, Lanier. Uh, so I'm going to have to talk that over with the family, see if I can pull that off. Because I've got to, if I do that, I have to turn around and, be able to stop at home for a day or two, and then I got to drive up to uh, Illinois for the Crossroads uh, Kayak Bass Classic. Um, I won that one last year, so uh, I was happy to get back in there. And yeah. um, then I'll be turning around and going to uh, Coos, I guess. And then, you know, we've got the national championship right after that. So be, yeah, you'll be down <laughs> our way for a, a while. long month. You're a maniac, bro. You're weeks. a maniac. <laughs> Everything's backloaded at the end of the year right now. Yeah. Well, you say that, Drew, but you're you said it. This is your new thing now, so you're about to submerge yourself in the same travels. <laughs> yeah, but not that much, man. I'm gonna do like, you know, one one tournament on average a month, probably. You know what I mean? If I do twelve, I'd be lucky. I'm I'm shooting for about ten to ten to twelve each year, and that's twelve counting the the BOS shootout. If we're even allowed to fish that, I don't know if we're already qualified. If we're allowed to fish it, but I'm counting that as an event too. So I don't know, yeah. man. Uh, but you guys. Hey, just, I I know everybody last year they fished the shootout, even if they were in. Yeah, because I think they just roll it down to the first person that wasn't qualified become gotcha. qualified. So, but and I guess it's different too. You know, I'm working now with Crescent as the director of specialized yeah. fishing kayaks. I'm trying to, you know, design a really sweet kayak right now, and that takes a lot of time and. Full That's time. what I was wondering. Is you're talking about, you know, you're not doing the show and you're, yeah, you know, you, you kind of said I'm. Um, was doing all that full time and now I'm doing this when I was like, well, yeah, well you got a new job though. So I know that's gotta be yeah. taking a lot of your concentration yeah. and time too. Exactly. That's, that's probably a little different. So, you know, than a lot of these, these guys and everyone's situation is different, but I'm, I'm excited about that uh, opportunity and just the family um, feeling that it is over at Crescent and just this, this hardworking, just company that just seriously impressed me with their character and the people that are part of it. So um, they're made in the USA, really good quality. I mean, they're right here and, uh, They've done well, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm working on my first one now. Hopefully, we'll have it out uh, you know, next year sometime, hopefully uh, early-ish next year. And um, and then, you know, we're just going to do another one right after that and another one and another one, hopefully, if, if everyone loves it. And, you know, all the folks watching, if they like it and check it out and go go buy it, then we'll just keep doing more. So that's the plan anyway. But, yeah, it takes up a little bit of time. So I can't can't focus just fully on, on fishing these tournaments, as, as fun as that is. Yeah, right. I, we, we have a local – Crescent dealer and it, it really quality boat. My wife works for, she's an architect and playground designer. And the father of the Crescent city kayak company is 
the son, the owner of Crescent is the son of the playground guy. So kind of a, yeah, I, I guess that's how, how we got into molding plastics. And all right. that. Yeah. He, yeah. His dad was in rotomolding. molding. I know that. So that's how yep. he knows a lot about it. And he's just, you know, worked his tail off. Uh, his name's Jer James Durbecker. He's really, really good dude. So if you haven't watched I mean, there's a, there's an interview with him on um, Scott Butcher's. Uh, yeah. I can't mm. remember which one at Westbrook. Way in. Played the fifth. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Westbrook Wednesday. Yeah, so it's a good one to watch if you want to check it out. But um, yeah, we're just all about the adventure and paddling and family. We're not like a hardcore. It's gonna. But I, the boats I design will definitely be more. Um, I think more of the tournament anglers would be inter interested in them. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. They'll be a little bit more focused on probably the, anybody watching this is probably gonna be interested in seeing what it looks like and if it might, you know, help them. But. It's just about family and adventure and paddling. It's just very, I, have, I have the freedom to kind of do what I want to do and take risks. And because we're a smaller company, we can take the, some of these risks and not have to worry about if we fail, we don't have, you know, 75, 125 employees. It's just a, it's just a few of us, so we can take some risks um, that maybe some other folks can't. And we may fail, but we're going to keep trying to take those risks because, you know, unless you take the risk, you'll never know um, if you end up with an idea like I done with Jackson on that original Kusa with the high low seat and a lot of other cool features that turn out now to be of course you know, so um, I'm willing to do that again let's uh let's make it happen hopefully with Crescent so stay tuned to, to see what happens oh yeah man we can't wait Eric. to see what you come up with over there and what what are you in now Eric are, are you still a Hobie or uh, a native what, what which one you uh, in man yeah, I'm actually still, I'm a fishing out of a friend's Hobie. Mine had a bunch of holes in it, so I almost sank on Table Rock. So I, <laughs> I just, I, just fishing out of a borrowed kayak right now. There you uh, go. Yeah, I, I, Drew, I actually have uh, a buddy of mine is keeping his Coosin uh, HD here in my garage. So I got really? one, one, of your, one of your babies here. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, that'll always be one of the one of the, my favorite boats for sure. It's an awesome boat. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we, we don't want to hold y'all for too long. We appreciate y'all being on show. And as always, we want to give you a chance to shout out anybody you want to. We'll start with you, Eric. Uh, yeah, just give a shout out to my family at home, and hopefully they let me go to Lanier. It's going to be up to the boys. They really want me to come home and take them fishing. So uh, if I can convince them, everything else will be good. And so <laughs> so uh, Zane Lofton. Let me go fishing for one week. I'll be home for a couple of days. After this few weeks is over, I'll be home for a lot, a lot more after that. <laughs> just, yeah. Everything got piled in. Just give me a little time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, I just want to thank my family for letting me, allow me to do this. It's, I know it's, it's not easy on them, you know, me being on the road as much as I am. So, uh, and, you know, I want to thank all my sponsors. They, they keep me going. Uh, I've got some, uh, some great sponsors. So, thank you, man. Uh, there you go. Fishing online, Dakota. Man, it, it, you got yeah, that nice jersey. Yeah, I figured I'd put it on instead of the That's dirty right. t shirt I got on. While you know, put it on, throw the check in the back. <laughs> All good. All right. Yeah. Uh, how about you, you Drew? We, all, we already know about Z Man because you got the hat and, and, and Crescent. But who, who else you got, man? Who, who would you like to thank? And y'all make, they make great hats. Make a big one for like a big headed fellow. They mean, do. They do. That's what I need. We gotta we gotta get the White Sox hat hat out of here, man. Hey, oh, down uh, down in the Gulf throwing some Z-Man stuff for some of those redfish and trout. That's, that yeah, was, you, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, how, how was uh how was uh Chandelier Island? I man, forgot it was know. awesome. 
it was a blast. It was uh, mm-hmm. Scotch and and Guillermo, Jesse Mitchell came down and uh, uh, Jeff Bader and you know it was we had a great time just out there, just catching redfish and sea trout. I had a a giant jacket of top water right right in front of Scotch. We we're just like, oh my god! It's <laughs> he's like that's got to be a giant jack or a or a bull red and ended up being a big jack. I fought him for about twenty minutes and it ended up straight in the hooks on this big top water. Wow! Um, it was it was a blast. I, you know, yeah, all kinds not- of stuff. I'm from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I, we used to go out there every now and then, and it's, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, it's yeah, it's cool because it, it's so isolated. Like, you know, there's no houses. There, you know, there's nothing out there. It's just right, nothing. Yeah, desolate and all that. Yeah, yeah. All right, Drew. So, who else would you like to to shout out while you're here? Man, I don't. You know, I had a whole list. I read over the uh, results, so I don't want to have to pull it out but um no just like eric said just my wife and and all the family for the support you guys the best thing everyone can really do and the best shout out i can really do is just have everyone follow along um you know instagram i'm drew gregory fishing and uh youtube gregory fishing so i've changed you know it used to be hooked on wild waters now i'm kind of using my name like a lot of those pro anglers just keep things with their name so um follow me everywhere and you'll see the stuff i use and and um i'm gonna post about it a lot so you'll see all the stuff but um i won't bore you guys with the long list so you guys just go check it out follow along i'll be making posts read the recaps and uh it may even be able to post some videos and some stuff like that from the event or some photos and some some write-ups so just follow along and uh just thanks to to all you guys for doing what you do because uh you know you're, you guys are helping grow this sport for sure uh, with you know all the podcasts and all the shows and everything you're doing so let's just keep it going and uh you know See where we can see how far we can take this thing. Maybe we'll have oh, yeah, series, you know, MLF sort of style where just the guys can sort of be in their own little series. And then I think that's going to leave openings for the other trails to continue to grow because I think some people may be intimidated by seeing some of the names that, you know, continually done well and, and yeah. it's just more full time. They maybe don't enter some. So I think it, I want to get to that point eventually. And you guys are doing a good job. So I want to thank you guys for being a part of helping grow this sport because it's, you know, the rising tide raises all ships sort of thing so well we appreciate it man there's there's no stopping in sight though i think that it's just going to keep on getting bigger and spreading out and giving everybody plenty of opportunity and and That's you're going to be on some other you were on uh kbm before this and you'll be on some other ones this week so if if anybody else has any questions you're follow along with uh drew put out schedule today of the other podcasts he'll be on so you can check them out on those if you weren't able to get a question in and thank you jody i, I know uh, something with his phone. He had an issue with us with it before. It just does not like our program. But uh, thank you f- to Jody following around, following along, and giving us some information. And yep, he's and, you know we'll we'll end up having Jody on again. You know, yeah. uh, he'll win another one before long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he will. And uh, <laughs> if you guys aren't on uh, friends with me on Facebook because there's it's got that limit or whatever. And you want to read the recap that you were talking about that you liked? Yeah. It's on my Drew Gregory um, fishing page on Facebook, and that has a list of all my sponsors and all the gear I use. That's the biggest thing you guys can do. Go do my biggest shout out. Go check that out, and then you can see um, how I was able to, you know, get it done a little bit. There you go. Awesome. There all right, guys. Well, we appreciate it. And we'll see y'all for too long, I'm sure. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll see, see you again. Thanks. See you, Eric. Appreciate Thank you having me on. Later. Yeah. Guys. Thanks, man. You too. All right. See you, man. Drive safe. Later. Later.
I hate uh, Jody wasn't able to get on. Oh, yeah. I love talking to Jody. And, yeah. I'm, I, you know, we'll have him back on. It was great. Yeah. He was following along in the comments and giving us information. And he's Oh, yeah. No, we, we appreciate it. Big time, Jody. Yeah. You know, we'll, have, we'll have them on again soon. I think uh, I think Drew's going to kind of stay up there in the, the tops. I think we'll we'll see him, you know, a lot more if he's hitting all these tournaments coming up. Uh, some of the places he's going's got his kind of fishing for sure. I think he'll he'll do just fine. Yeah, I think with a river system like Neely Henry and Wyset, I think you're going to see the same moving water guys. Yeah, if he comes out to the Coosa, yeah, it's it's going to play there too. Don't feel bad about missing that one. <laughs> there you go. He says your app doesn't like my phone. It's not his phone, does it? <laughs> I like that. I'm going to have to just do a Jody Queen show one day. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have to do it on Skype and we'll do it pre record and get him a good show. Or catch and, uh, again, down here for the championships and stuff. Yeah. I want to apologize again to to um, Stormy. Uh, Craig Storms here from Dakota Lithium. He wanted to give away a power box and I, I totally, we totally missed that comment. Yeah, I don't, I missed it too. I, I kind of pay close attention to it and it, we must have had a few comments roll in real fast because I didn't even yeah. see it. Well, uh, but yeah, if he wants to do something like that, we'll talk to him later and we'll, yeah, I'll re- we'll reach out to him and yeah, we'll figure out a way we can do it. And we usually have one of his team guys on the show. So it works out perfect. Hey, so. I'll tell you what, that's, uh, there's a few teams out there like, Stack. uh, <laughs> Doug out Westbrook, new canoe. I mean, I'm shot now. We're on new canoe. So I gotta say that, but, uh, Dick, but Dakota, that's yeah, a he's, catch. He's catch that. Unbelievable team, but Dakota, man, that's it's hard to beat that team there. They are pretty dang good. But yeah, um, so now we're we're going to go over the tournaments that happened this week. Uh, we'll start out with North Alabama Cack Anglers. You're you're a tournament director for them. They had their classic on Pickwick and Wilson Lakes uh, had thirty anglers, and because it's classic, there, there's going to be a few championship for clubs, and they had a little bit lower turnout, but that's why. And uh, ooh. Okay. Yeah, he might have a prize for fan. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. I had a private note there. But um so NACA first Jason Moore, 88 inches, John Bubba Jones, 86 inches, and John Taylor for 84 and a half. I'm good uh, friends yeah. with all three of those guys, and uh none of those names surprised me. And I was gonna shout out my boy Blake came in fourth. He's had uh one heck of a year. He's been one spot out of the money every tournament this year, so Hey, to put your news on blast, but I was messing with him, telling him I was like, "That's just a sign to quit fishing, bro." <laughs> <laughs> and then we had uh, the Iowa kayak anglers on Blackhawk Lake. That's a cool name, Blackhawk. Uh, Thirty-three anglers, Preston Wagner. If I say your name wrong, I'm sorry. I'm not doing it because I'm a jerk. I just I'm from Mississippi. I can't read. So I can't wait for you to try this lake's name here in a minute. Oh, dude, it's it's brutal. <laughs> I, I really like. I even asked my wife, and we couldn't figure it out. Uh, but Preston Wagner, 86 inches. Mason Gooden, second with 84 and three quarter. And Josiah Meadner with 83 and a half. And then the KBN, this is what we were talking about, the Northeast Super Trail on Mesolonsky. Mesolonsky. There's another bad one. 67 anglers. Ken Wood. That's, that's one funny dude. I, I love his. If you're not friends with him on social media, check him out. Ken Wood. He's hilarious. Uh, he's having a killer year too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Every year. Uh, Jason Maskowitz, we had him on show not too long ago, 90 inches and Mark 
a he won the late what was that lake george kbf yeah up in uh, new york yeah Yeah. mark uh duino saying that wrong to 88 and a quarter but we'll just move on and then ontario kayak bass trail here it is kasha agamangaba agamaga k-a-s-h-a-g-a-w-i-g-a-m-o-g you know who you are congratulations (laughs) man i don't like that name f that name but the uh yeah, that's Ontario. It's Canada, so they're crazy up there. And, and for them, they had 60 anglers, but only one person caught a five-fish limit. And as Rick Bouchamp with 60 in French Canada, so Bouchon, uh, 68 and three-quarter. Cassandra Charity in second with 54 and three-quarter. And John Dean in third with 53 inches. And then KBF Super Trail on Wheeler. Congratulations, Jim Clark, first place. Uh, Jim Ware, I'm sorry. Not Jim Clark. I was going to say, how Jim fished both of those He's events. Everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> uh, Jim Ware, he had 164 inches, two-day tournament, obviously. And Eric Jackson in the Apex tier, I'm guessing that's what he was in. Um, oh, that was it. He made a post about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't he? Uh, 163 and a quarter. So that's two people, first and second, Drew in a paddle kayak and uh, old Eric. A carbon fiber paddle craft. Yeah, so paddle, maybe paddle's making a comeback. I wish I had stayed and fished that event, man, because no one, like, I want to know if he was back in the the backwaters with it. Because I I know a lot of the people that were fishing, like, Main Lake, obviously, Wheeler is tough. But uh, I'm I'm, I'm curious to know if I'd have ran into him, because I've got some pretty hidden places that, but... When he was down here for the demo of that boat, when I had to try that boat out, we were kind of talking about, you know, he used to fish out here all the time and he was kind of naming some of my spots off. And I was like, oh yeah, I know right where you're talking about. And it was just kind of funny that, so I'm sure I'd have ran into him somewhere. That that thing didn't draft much. So I'm sure he could have got oh, yeah. ultra shallow. Uh, but yeah. So Eric EJ got second with 163 and a quarter and Matt Ball, congratulations to him. He's really had a, in the second half of the season, he's really been on a tear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's got some great momentum going into some of these late season events uh, with 163. And then for their inaugural event, you had central Carolina kayak fishing. They only had 23 anglers. First event. That's awesome. Uh, Chris Fesmere. Uh, he had 77 and a quarter, Justin finger with 76 and a quarter and Chris Edwards, with 76 and a quarter as well. So a tie for second and third there. Uh, East Texas kayak fishing on Lake Athens, 35 people. Uh, the people's champ, Clifton Allen, 91 and a half. Robert Harris, second, 83 inches. And uh, third was Robert Allen, Allen with 90 and a quarter. Next up, kayak anglers in Missouri. They were on Mark Twain, 30 anglers. Ryan Cummings got first, 70 and a half. Steve Lehman in second with 68 and three quarter. And Justin Kuhn would. 67 and a quarter. Uh, Northeast Kayak, Northeast Kansas Kayak Anglers seems a very specific location. Every time I see it, I think Northeast Kansas is very specific. Yeah, okay. uh, they're a King of the Hill event, 31 people. Ryan Brook in first with 83 and a half. Chris Bell with 81 and three quarter. And Jacob Warden third with 80 and three quarter. Kayak Fishing Utah only had 29 people, but we love Aaron, so we're, we're, we're going. 
pump them up anytime we can. They were on Deer Creek, had Eric Stark with 70 and a half, Bill Strong in second with 67, and one of the manliest names in the country. I love this dude's name, Cayman Rasmussen. And we've seen his name on here before, so he's obviously a stick. 64 and a quarter. And Kayak Anglers Association Regional Qualifier on Bartlett Lake, 30 anglers. Mario Galavez, 76 and a quarter. Bryce Gibbs in second with 69 and three quarter. And Charles Booth with 68 and one quarter. And last but not least, Southern Illinois Kayak Club had their classic on San Chris Lake. It's classic, so it only had eight anglers. Uh, Glenn Banaskic, Ban as Cack. Saying that wrong, and I'm sorry, Glenn. It's 78. He had 78 inches. He won. You don't care if I say his name wrong. And then Darren Hemker with second with 73 inches, and Will Abbott with 72 and a quarter. So, congratulations to all the winner. As I actually got one to add to that. Um, yeah. We talked about it before. Uh, Jackson had his big uh, benefit tournament. The results weren't posted whenever I did it. No, I've got. I just went ahead and pulled it up on his Facebook. Uh, so that was uh they got 267 people sign up, which was great. Um, they got my 20 bucks. Oh yeah. And I forgot we caught fish this weekend. I signed up and forgot that I signed up. So I didn't measure or do any of my fish. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I was like, Oh, I mean, I wouldn't have won, but I just, yeah. you know, submit something. I didn't even fish. It, it just, it's one of those things. Like, whenever that comes around every year, everybody donate your money. <laughs> Put yeah. it in that. It's it's kayak anglers doing good things. And he was also uh he was fishing Dardanelle and he he had a pretty good weekend. Yeah, um, good. you know, so shout out to him. But uh so the the way that worked is the top six people that won got to pick where they're winning the prize money goes as far as charity, and then there were prize packages f- for that. So uh first place was Doug Wilson out of Florida with hundred and ten and three quarter inches. And, and big KBP. KBBT guy. He's uh, mm-hmm. I think he's also on the going to be on the KBL Florida Copperheads team. So watch out for our guys. One of those uh, K Lake and Felsmere guys. Uh, second place was uh, Danny Gann from Florida with 103 and three quarter. Uh, third place was Sherman Bishop, also from Florida with 100 inches. Uh, fourth place, Mr. Dwayne Taff out of Texas with 100 inches. Uh, fifth place, everybody knows him, Mr. Conrad Benetti. Uh, he had 99 and a half. The barbarian. Sixth place, a buddy of ours. A, you know, he's a an Alabama director. He's one of the directors that with us with Bass Nation. Uh, Jesse Halverson ended up sixth in that with 98 and a half. So, yeah, shout yeah. out to those guys. And, yeah. you know, there was a bunch of giveaways and stuff like that. So, congrats to everybody that did that. And I, I can't remember. I, I want to say I heard that they raised around five grand or something like that. Yeah. I can't Two remember. Grand. But, you know. Good job, Jackson, and I know they'll keep doing it. And that's just awesome head on his shoulders, awesome event, good benefit. So yeah, thanks to him for putting that together. Got my money, and I'm sure it's going to go to some great causes. So as always, thanks to everybody that signed up. But uh, yeah, as always, if you ever have a club and you're not, you don't meet that thirty limit, uh, thirty angler threshold, just Holler at one of us and we'll be happy to talk about your club or event coming up, especially if it's charity. We'd be happy to talk. You know, and especially going into the, as we start to wind down on the tournament season, this is a way for, you know, we'll start reaching out to tournament directors and clubs around the country, kind of like we were doing when COVID had everything shut down. So, you know, if you're wanting to help your club grow, you know, message me or Dan on Facebook, Instagram or whatever. And, you know, we can, even if it's not anytime soon, we can schedule something and have y'all on the, 
promote your club. So yep, that's right. That's it. There's a long off season. We'd be where we're going to have a lot of uh, shows to fill. So we'd be happy to talk to you. That's right. Yeah. As always, thanks. Thanks to everybody for listening watching. Thanks to guests for being on great guests, man. We, we have been on a roll lately. Hopefully we can keep that going. I know oh, yeah. next week, what, what are we doing next week? We don't know. Uh, KB KFL. Okay, KFL, yeah. that's So look forward to that, KFL. And I know both those, I don't want to give anything away, but I'll say at least two of the three guests who were on tonight are fishing in KFL. Oh, yeah. So, K- KFL is going to have some, some stacked teams. Yeah, super stacked teams. Super and stacked teams. Both of, their, both of the teams that two of the three guests are on are ultra stacked. So <laughs> they're going to be hard to compete with. So, yeah, uh, thanks again, and we'll see you all again next week. Where are your PFDs? Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle and Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs, when in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs. 